Welcome to my podcast on everything about health. I'm your host, Becca, and here we will be discussing basic information on every topic. We will cover everything from physical health, spiritual health, and mental health. No topic is off All guest appearances welcome. This platform is to bring back the freedom of speech and allow everyone to feel their voice matters no matter what the circumstances are. Hello, everyone. Welcome back. Happy official March. Trying to bring in our spring by the end of the month. I'm loving all the weather. So I'm in Arizona and we are receiving so much rain this week. It's been super nice. It always clears up the air and makes me feel good. And this week, I want to talk with you guys about morning routines. They're always all over the place on how to be the most successful, do a morning routine, start slow, all these informational tips that people share and people carry on. I went through a million different tips and tricks and tried so many different morning routines until I found the best one that worked for me. And I think that's ultimately what you have to do as well. You have to find what works for you and what's the best morning routine. However, since I started doing this morning routine, one, I feel way more productive. Two, I feel positive. I feel more encouraged to take on my day. And you guys know, since I went into self-employment in September, mainly October, I had to find something that would boost my self-confidence because it's not always easy showing up. It's not always easy thinking everything's going to be successful every day because there's some days that aren't successful. There's some days you're not doing anything or there's some days that you have a creativity block and you don't know what to do. And it's hard. Those days are hard. It's not like logging into a computer and sitting there and getting paid. Your creativity, your magic mojo makes the money. So that's why I wanted to do an episode based on a morning routine and what my morning routine looks like. And maybe there's a little tip or a little trick that you guys can pick up from my morning routine that might help your morning routine. Even if you work in a nine to five setting, maybe there's something you can dedicate to yourself in the morning to help you get through the workday and make it that much better for you. One thing I know I did start, and this isn't morning, it's in the afternoon. In the afternoon, I started plugging my phone into the restroom and away from my bed and bedroom. I wanted no stimulation. I use a sunrise alarm clock, which I absolutely love. That was a game changer in life. And it just also helps me wake up and feel like a different light. And it wakes my mind up before anything. And I find myself waking up 15 minutes before my actual alarm clock because my mind's already stimulated by light. So it actually feels really good. I also, at night, turn my phone off at 7.30. I don't answer anything after 7.30. That's for self-employment reasons. And even for 9 to 5, if you're somebody who is salary and you have to have a work phone, pick a time to shut it off. Pick a time that no work is done after a certain time frame. It helps relax the mind. It helps just kind of focus on your personal life, being straight involved. One thing that a lot of people say, and I'm not there yet, I bet it would be very beneficial, is turning off all blue lights. I find relaxing and watching some Netflix shows with my partner is the best way I like to unwind. 
and they say that blue light stimulation before bed is just not great. And I haven't completely went to just no blue light because I like my time spent with my partner. So that's something I'm still working on. Hopefully making it a goal in the next two years. I just really value my time with my family, watching our favorite show, giggling and laughing, sharing memories. So not giving that up quite yet. However, in the morning, how I start off is I wake up and I get my partner up and I get him ready for work and I get him out the door. And then I come and do my morning routine. And like I told you guys in the first episode about my beliefs in God, I do a devotion. It's this awesome book called More Power to You. And it's by Fiendberg. Again, not great with names, so don't slaughter me for it. However, it has 52 devotionals in it, and it is amazing. There are just times I pick it up to read it. It just hits for the day. Like something about it. Something just hits for the day. And it's uh, more power to you, declarations to break free from fear and take back your life by Margaret Feenberg. So this devotion I normally start off with. They have affirmations in the beginning of the book that you read through. And for some reason, if I'm having a bad week, a bad day, a bad mindset, those affirmations just really repower my mind into a whole different mindset. And those aren't the only affirmations I do. So after I get done with my devotion, I journal. And some people, they're not journalers. And if you're not a journaler, that's okay. Journaling changed my life. And I have what's called a pour it out or a purge. That means if I'm having a bad day, if I'm having a bad thought, I purge it out. I literally write it out on the page. People are like, well, what if that brings negative to you? Well, keeping it inside means bringing negative to me. I much rather purge it out, pour it out all on paper so that way it's not in me and I'm not dealing with it anymore and it's, it's gone and like you don't have to keep fixating like a movie where it keeps playing over and over again in my head. I get it out on paper and I move on. So I like to spend time journaling and sometimes I'm not that type of mindset. Sometimes it's a great journaling. It's discussing how I feel, where my day is at, the amazing gratitude that is happening. If I do have a pour it out moment where I am pouring things out or I'm writing a letter to somebody that's hurt me and I need to forgive them, it's my letter of forgiveness type of thing. I also follow up after it with gratitude. I always end with gratitude, no matter if it's a pour it out or if it's a great day. doesn't matter. I always, when I journal, I end with gratitude. It's just thanking God. It's thanking my guardian angels. It's thanking everybody just for the beautiful life I do have. And it reminds me of the beautiful life I have because sometimes we can get so complacent in life and we're just going from thing to thing. We forget we have a roof over our head. We have clear running water. We have food on our tables. We have clothes on our back. Oh, and the best one right now. We have a heater that works and keeps us warm. So being grateful for things like the little things is something to always rejoice or something to be proud of or something to look forward to. So first thing in the morning, get babe off to work, do my devotion, and then I get into journaling. Then I go into meditation. And this was the hardest part for me. Hardest part of meditation was just 
quieting my mind. And I know a lot of people are like, well, how did you do that? I don't know. It was a lot of practice. And I would have to envision like a, a dark black space that I was just walking through. And I would just be looking around in this dark black space. Or I would be imagining sitting in front of a whiteboard that was pure white. And I would just imagine a blank space on it and see if anything came to it. And it didn't happen right away, right? Like when I'm in meditation, it just, you have to keep consistent with meditation. And it doesn't mean you have to be there for two minutes and call it quits. Or you don't have to be there for 20 minutes and have to force yourself to do it. No, let it happen where you need to happen. And I always thought meditation was something that you needed to do with like sitting upright on a pillow in this type of position with your hands in the air or something. No. Nope, it wasn't like that. I find it very comfortable to be in my office space. I find it very comfortable to lay on the floor. And my palms are up. Almost like I'm in an anatomical position when I'm lying down. That's my comfortable way. And that's why I share that with you. So you find your comfortable way. You don't have to be some yoga Buddha guru sitting in a certain position, humming and doing things. Does that resonate for some people? Absolutely. Is it great to do? Absolutely. That's totally and completely fine. However, if that's not comfortable for you doing it that way and you're not finding results from it, don't do that. Some people go to the beach and have their meditation on the beach. That's fine. The waves, the noises. And sometimes I'm meditating in silence. Sometimes I'm just having a, what's called binaural beats, which is like the white noise. I have those frequencies on and that helps me. Meditation doesn't look the same every morning. It looks how I feel. So if I wake up and I feel like I need to have my white noise on, I turn it on. Sometimes I just sit in my chair and I meditate. Sometimes I like to go outside in the sun and it doesn't happen right after my morning routine, right? I'll get to work a little bit and then I'll go out when the sun's at its perfect position and I'll go sit in the sun and meditate because that's what I want to do. That's what's going to make me feel good. However, if I do meditate in the morning, then following that, I go back to my journal, but I write a page of affirmations. And my affirmations always look different. They come out the way they need to come out. For example, I'm just going to pull random ones right now. I am strong. I am beautiful. I am an entrepreneur. I am a seven-figure winner. I am, you know, like just I ams, the I ams, you, it could be something you want. It could be something that hasn't happened yet. Could be something that you're working towards. It could be something that you desire most in life. When you speak it like you are, you're telling God, the universe, the higher being of what you believe that that is you and it will happen. I remember back in the beginning of last year, I was always writing, I am an entrepreneur. I am this, I am that. And at the end of the year, I became that. So now my affirmations look different. Now my affirmations look like what I wanna be in the next year, in the next five months, in the next three months, in the next two weeks. My affirmations look like that so that way I have a goal set, a mind to work towards and I can keep being better and doing better and being more. And I also write stuff like, I am creative. 
The stuff that I come up with for work has to be creative, like the podcast, the episodes I record, the blogs I write, the artwork I put on for the cover page, the way I format the blog inside. Everything has to be creative. And it has to also represent my personality. I find that if I'm putting my personality out there the most, you guys are gravitating towards that the most because it's authentic. When I'm being authentic with you guys, you guys come back and are authentic with me. You guys give me great feedback. You guys give me great questions. And some of you guys give me great topics like, hey, I want to know about this. I'm like, wow, that's a great blog idea. And you guys bring it to me. And it's wonderful. Other things that I do in the morning is I brainstorm. So if it's like a Monday, I brainstorm for the week. At the end of the day, I time block for the next day so I know what my day is going to look like. But at the beginning of the day, I brainstorm. Brainstorm what the creativity is going to be, how we're going to lay it out, what it's going to look like, how I'm going to make it, how long is it going to take. So I'm always trying to stay organized. Those who are working in a nine-to-five setting, the biggest thing I can also say with your work and what you do is look forward to what you're doing at your job, right? Like I used to work with enrolling students. So for that reason, what I would do when I was in an office setting is I would make sure I had time blocks. I would look forward to what I was going to do or who I was going to call or who I was going to talk to. I layered my day to be successful. And that's the same thing I do now, even working from home for my own business. I layer my day so it's successful. I don't have these time gaps where I'm sitting and I'm not doing anything or I'm just mindlessly just staring at a screen. No, something's productive, something's going. And if I'm not productive, I change it over. I keep moving forward so that way I'm not in a block and I'm not just sitting here spinning my wheels. I make sure I'm constantly going and constantly creating something that's going to be worth the time. Another thing I found very successful in my morning routine after affirmations is just enjoying sun. So I know I made a comment about meditating in sun. That's different than just going out and enjoying the sun, the natural sun. 15 minutes, nice warm, even if it's cold outside, I'll put my jacket on, but just the warmth of the sun. Now, if it's a gray, cloudy day, I don't really get that. And it's not necessarily a bad thing. However, just go for a walk. If it's cloudy outside, get out and get some fresh air. If we're work from home and we're working from home and we're constantly sitting in our office, staring at a screen, or if you're in the office in in general, if you are somebody who still is going into the office and you work in an office building and you're sitting in front of that screen way too often, go out, take a walk. Jess, the guest speaker from a few weeks back, she works inside an actual building. So she takes what she calls mental health breaks and she goes for walks and she ends up getting like two to three miles worth of walking in a day just to get away from her screen. And it makes her feel way better. She's able to think clearly. She's able to go and work better. So I highly encourage you take the breaks, get away from the stimulation, get away from the noise, get away from it all. I also have an amazing group of women that we check in every day, even on the weekends, even if we're not working or if we are working, I check in with a group of women. 
I started this in January. It came from my life insurance agents that I know. So when I got into life insurance, I know these group of women that do life insurance as well. And so they're the ones that were like, hey, you want to join this, this group? It's accountability. And it didn't have to be just girls. It just ended up being just girls. And now I call it my girl group because we show up every day. And this girl group has turned into an accountability group, making sure we have everything we're doing for the morning to be successful. And we're making sure that we're feeling good. The best part is of the accountability is if we're not having a good day, Like one time I didn't do my morning routine. I had a really wonky day. It did not feel good. So I checked in with them. I said, hey guys, I'm being accountable. I didn't do any of my morning routine and it shows. My day has gone sideways, upside down and all around and it doesn't feel good. Every single one of those girls got on and encouraged me, supported me, was there for me. Just like when they don't have a great day or maybe they did their morning routine but something's come up in the middle of the day and they're not doing good. We all show up for them. We're here for support. We're here for encouragement. We're here for advice. And I can't replace those girls if I even tried. They are amazing. If you don't have a group that you're showing up for either, make one. Ask your best friend, hey, you want to be accountability buddies? Ask your partner, hey, can you be accountability with me? Ask your family member, hey, you want to be accountability? Check in with one another. Be accountable for one another so that way you guys can start improving your health, your mental health, the way you look at life, and the way you do your day-to-day activities is going to become more positive and better. So I know all of these gurus out there that says to be successful, you need X, Y, Z, and some of it works. And for me, some of it didn't. Find what works for you. And if some of the tips that I do in my morning routine resonated with you and you want to try them out, I hope they help you. However, find something that fits you and put positivity back into your morning so that way it's filled for the rest of the day. So even if something unexpected comes and knocks you off your course, it's still not a bad day. You still started on a good note and you can end on a good note. I hope this really helps. I'm super excited for the month of March. I hope everybody has a phenomenal first week and I can't wait to talk to you guys next week. If you like today's podcast, please make sure to subscribe and listen every Friday. Like, comment, and share so others can enjoy just like you.